last time on Roll Gay Roleplay. You dispel the magic and a four foot by four foot metal safe door appears embedded in the floor. So that's what you landed on, Cleo. And instead of a numeric code, there's five columns on there with letters on them. So that's a code that you will need to crack. Jesus. Can I, I put in the word fairy? Maybe try butts. I can tell you, you don't have enough information to know what this is yet. The florals in spring goes to the table. You can see that she had a lunch date yesterday at noon with a person named Rory. We need to talk about this Rory person. And why were they having lunch? Well, sauce my buns. Welcome to Odds and Ends. My name is Ivona Hamburger. Hi, uh, good day, mate. I have this ticket uh, to pick up something for uh, one scurvy. Oh, for scurvy, of course. Let me see that ticket. She did get something in. Stomping the runway, coming back with a package. <laughs> Here's your package. It is a bit loud. It hasn't turned off since it arrived, so I'm surprised it has such a good battery life. Inside the package, you hear What's going on? Let me out of here. We got something going on here. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and we've been hanging out for two hours and forgot to hit record. Oh. Hi, Wait. my name is Katie, and uh, it's because my mic sounds so good that I'm almost like a new friend. Oh my god, I can't follow that. I, my name's Brandon, I play Humphrey Evan After, and I just keep asking Katie to say things. Mm. Hello. <laughs> okay, now you can stop. That was the last thing I ever wanted to hear. I'm Tisha, and I play Edith Wins Thereafter, and I've been watching a lot of UK television, so I got some cheeky bants to give you. Mm. Okay, and um, and rar, I am Jonathan, I play Flores in Spring, and I'm an emo goth guy that wants to wrap you up in my darkness and take you away to my dark kingdom so that we can, like, rule over the darkness together. Ooh-woo. Oh, we can oh share God. eyeliner and get styles together. like my ex-boyfriend. Uh. <laughs> And my ex-girlfriend, actually. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> so you have a type, bitch. I do have a type. And then along came Abercrombie and Mark. <laughs> oh, my little robot. God, I love him. Abercrombie and Mark. I love it. I am sure that Mark wears emo clothes for Chris as long as Chris puts on the eyeliner and picks the clothes. <laughs> I I love the idea of Mark like being like a super sweet husband. It's their anniversary, and so he puts on like a mesh shirt, puts on black eyeshadow, a fucking and... My Chemical Romance shirt he bought from eBay, and it's just thirty seconds to Mars spikes, on replay. Spikes all his hair up. You know what? Our anniversary is like, coming up, and it's like, oh hey baby, I got these completely metal handcuffs for us to try tonight. <laughs> Yeah. We may need to like go out to dinner and like making them look like Gerard Way. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Put on this trench coat, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh what's the question for today? Our question this week is 
What controversial word pronunciation is a hill that you will die on? Okay, I'm ready. Mine is not necessarily a word pronunciation, but a word spelling. So for me, it's people... Like, I'm, I'm a WoW kid, so I would play World of Warcraft, and uh, people would people would spell Rogue, R-O-G-U-E, as Rouge, R-U-R-O-U-G-E. And I'm like, that's... Aww. Yeah, and, and you know, I thought it was just dumb people, but no, it was like most of the WoW community would, would spell it that way. <laughs> I'm a Rouge! Yeah, you know, I'm a Rouge, and I'm gonna cast Backstab. You know, so it was just like, really wrong, and I would correct everyone that was... Like, either in my party or, like, I was raiding with because I was just like, you're saying that wrong. Like, Discord, it, I'm sorry, at the time it was not Discord, it was Ventrilo. Ventrilo was lit uh, with me oh correcting God, I people. I forgot about Ventrilo. Hello, and TeamSpeak, bitch, could never. Yes. Don't touch me. Don't play with her. Right? So, oh. yeah. Um, mine is Rogue and Rouge are not interchangeable. And if you think they are, then please die. That's it. Oof. Just die. I I think mine's a classic. I get very frustrated when people have the GIF GIF conversation. Uh, And my pronunciation is GIF because it's correct. It's what the creator said it is. Like, every argument I've heard goes, oh, but it stands for graphics, so you don't say GIF, it's GIF because... Okay, but if that's the case, then JPEG... Uh, the P stands for photo, so it would be F, so it would be JFEG. Which I kind of like uh, better. I kind of like that more. JFEG. Uploaded JPEG. Yes! It sounds kind of offensive. It does sound offensive. JPEG went from Marshalls to JFEG, which is like Paris Fashion Week. I'm here. This is the opposite reaction. Because did, it is GIF. I wanted us to say GIF, not everyone go to JFEG. No, because it's GIF. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm here for the change. It's oh fucking GIF. And I'm not here to argue. I'm just here to tell you that I'm right and you're wrong. Okay, well, so, catch a hand. Move. <laughs> I really love your confidence. It is, it is. Yeah, I'm agreeing that it's GIF, and my, I, I guess mine isn't the pronunciation that I don't like. I don't like when people that aren't Italian try and pronounce Italian words. Bruschetti. Yeah, it, it's always food, and it really <laughs> bothers the fuck out of me. It's like Parmigiano. It's like, shut the fuck up. You're from Brooklyn. Right. Don't. <laughs> when they have no look of Italian in their voice right. at all. Oh, it or, bothers or me so much. Just say Parmesan, dude. Like, we know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say spaghetti. Don't say spaghetti. Stop it. Those are New Jersey people that say mozzarella. No, it's mozzarella, bitch. Calm down. Yeah. Mozzarella. Oh, my God. We're not Mario and Luigi. Chill it out. And I'm, I'm doing this saying, and I am playing an Italian sausage in this podcast. That's different. <laughs> Real Italian representation. Right. <laughs> I just say caramel. Oh, and calculator. Say... I don't say calculator, I it was right? Caramel. Caramel? Caramel. Okay. Caramel. I say caramel. I had a really, I had a lot of like pick, like I was a pick me girl when I was younger. Mm. So some of it does stem from that. That makes sense. I thought the, I thought it was either caramel or caramel, but you have caramel. I have caramel. That way it's, it's both. The, yeah, it's both both people happy. of, of it's the same word. <laughs> right? Both groups go to chastise me. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Never mind. I'm in. That's my new pronunciation. Go. Yeah, and then I just forget the extra vowels in calculator. 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 How do you say calculus? Calculus. <laughs> I just don't think about calculus anymore. <laughs> Katie's like, I don't do that. I don't do that. Uh, I don't think that way anymore. Calculus. 
I'm sorry, who's next on their hills? I think everyone has gone but me, right? Yeah. So I think that in line with what most of y'all have been, I don't correct pronunciation. I think that it, it can be an act of like linguistic prejudice when you correct pronunciation because it's all dependent on people's background and experience so when i hear others correct so-called mispronunciations it seems to be some sort of like pedantic display of perceived superiority so i don't ever correct anyone on their pronunciation in public for sure if it's someone who is unfamiliar with the English language, I may like pull them aside. Or if they're unfamiliar with that specific word and you can kind of tell, I may like pull you aside if you're a loved one or somebody yeah. close. But I would never, I would never, I would never correct anybody's pronunciation. And there's no hill on pronunciation that I would die for because I think that pronunciation and language is ever evolving. And what the youth is giving us is going to be what's going in the future. And I love that about, I love right. that about language, which is, you know, as, as we all know, that is my, you know, educational background. So like, there's no way to say something correctly. I think that language is beautiful. And I think that, you know, when we correct people on how they pronounce things and we, when we correct people's language, we are erasing their experience. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to say GIF as GIF, that's fine. The The person who created GIF says that it's GIF. Uh, you know, if that's how I would pronounce it because that's what he says. But if the new generation is con constantly pronouncing it as GIF, I'm not here to correct them. I will let them know, hey, this person who created this said it's pronounced GIF. But I'm not... Uh, I'm not going to die on a hill about pronunciation oh, I, because that's how language evolves. I, I love it. And I would never correct somebody on it, on their pronunciation, on their definition. I wouldn't. Just, just for clarification, the creator said it's called GIF. No, the creator said it's called GIF. Mm -mm, said GIF. Yeah, yeah the, crea the creator it's said GIF. GIF. I the yep. creator said GIF. I swear to God, I read that no, the creator said GIF. No, that's the reason why. I'm that's the reason. I, 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 like no mistaking, like no fu no fuckery. That's the reason why I sit on my hill for that word because even the creator said GIF, and I'm like, that's stupid. So, well, he, he made the joke a lot because the peanut butter thing. He said, "Choosy developers choose GIF." Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? I so I was. I I guess I'm completely wrong on that. But still, like, I don't care. Like, I want language and pronunciation to be this beautiful evolution just going off of that i do not correct people of color especially because of vernaculars and different things <laughs> especially whenever it comes exactly. to like um um what are they called accents like those that plays a role Dialect. yeah it plays mm. a role in how things are said the only time i ever am going to correct someone is if they're a white american because i mean like y'all brought my ancestors here you forced us to speak your language why not mm -hmm. speak it correctly like yeah you know like don't 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 have me speaking your language better than you that's rude so um, yeah i think i think too i think too that i fall into this like very chameleon effect when it comes to accents so you know, I have family from different, and I grew up in very different places, so I pronounce 
certain words in a certain way because that's where I learned the word. You know, what about what about potatoes it, or jammies? I say jammies. You know, it, it, what about espresso? Oh yeah, people say espresso no, with an X. That's an that's an incorrect pronunciation. We there are such things as incorrect pronunciations though. Like if nuclear, I can if I can just say nuclear. whatever I want in wrong ways and just because you understand it doesn't make that doesn't mean that I'm speaking correctly. That could be seen as a leadist, no, Christopher. I think that there is no correct in my opinion. There's no correct one because you grew up where you grew up. <laughs> but I'm not talking dialects. Like I get that there's like dialect Yeah, but differences. still like nuclear What about nuclear and nuclear? I, I this is this is a way bigger conversation for me. I need to stop. I I, I will stop. I will also I, say I don't correct. There's no hill. There's no hill I will die on. You can pronounce my name as Tisha if you want to. That's right. No, 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 I'm not for dying me personally, on any for, for names, for pronunciation, it's a little bit different because names also carry historical and cultural reference. Right. You don't say a country's name wrong. For like saying someone's name, like I am, I am a white woman. If you want to mispronounce my name, well, no, my because name. your name has meaning to it, and that should matter to you. My name has no meaning. If I fi- look, I'm looking up Tisha right now, and it's going to say like "gift of God" or something like Go ahead. that. <laughs> it means nine in Yiddish. It means the number nine in Yiddish. Go right. ahead. Right, <laughs> and so then you want to respect that, though? No, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not oh. fucking Jewish. <laughs> There's no. I do respect. I do respect Jewish people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do respect Jewish people. It kind of sounds like the hill you're going to die on is that you won't die on a hill. I you're would getting, say you're getting really that. Passive. Back in 2014, I fucked this British guy, and like he was, <laughs> he was, because you said chameleon, and like he was like, we were talking afterwards, and he would say shit with his British British accent, and like I started feeling myself doing that shit. Like I was talking to him, and then I would like yeah. say things. I don't know, maybe because it was I was with him. It's a the chameleon mm-hmm. effect. And I like he looked at me, and I was just like, no, like don't read too much into that. That's not what I was trying to do. But this was a great question, Brandon. Thank you so much. I'm so mad that I proposed this, <laughs> Christopher. Perfect transition time. <laughs> so, do we remember? Wait, one happened? final argument. Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. Is, I do love yeah, you. Yeah, we have to. End. And I am Jewish. What's wrong? How dare you <laughs> use it our language in your sorry. name? Sorry. That my name is a representation of your language. I don't, I apologize. And you're not a nine, you're a ten, so it's not even accurate. Oh, oh. oh that was cute. So we lost control real early, folks. And <laughs> we can't be trusted. We haven't hung out in a while. It has been a couple weeks. Yeah, season four, nothing's changed. So let's talk about last week, let's talk about our podcast. What happened last time? You guys do remember this because we now are taking very good notes um, yeah, Florals in Spring did a lot of scolding of Humphrey yes. uh, with this box that had the sausage in it. I, I found a secret sausage. Yeah, and the sausage. Yeah, Frankie. Uh, we had a few conversations with it. Uh, I think we're meeting up with someone named Rory to get information about the other side. Um, and maybe what happened to my uh, dear Judy, my dead friend, who's... Um, home we pillaged of potions. Yes, scurvy. Yes, scurvy. Scurvy was to have lunch with Rory, and you are meeting up at with a. Uh, you're meeting up with Rory at Big Papa's Tacos, which is the restaurant that you are all at. 
Cherry and Edith are enjoying their own personal water guns full of some liquid. I forget what we served you, but we definitely served a minor in this bar. <laughs> hey And Tisha tried to get someone drunk against their will. You tried to get me drunk against you my did. will. You did. Oh, yeah, I squirted. I yeah, you tried to squirt it in my mouth. <laughs> tried to... So we've got a new dynamic going in this in these characters. <laughs> We're going to call this campaign problematic. <laughs> I can't remember because I was looking at the notes. I'm not I'm not sure if we really had a real conversation with Rory yet, have we? No, he was approaching. Okay. Yeah. Rory just entered the restaurant. He's I if I remember correctly, he's in like a button up shirt that's buttoned almost to the top button, like one off, and it's tucked into some like tan or khaki pants with a brown belt. He has glasses on, balding head a mustache as he was walking in there was a person that you guys were talking to at the bar that said he would wave rory over for you and they have done so so that's where we're starting off is that rory has entered the restaurant and whatever the bar friend was like hey rory come on over and now rory's walking over and you guys have his attention oh hi how you doing i'm rory nice to meet you what you what do you want to talk about i florals and spring looks at rory and then looks over at Edith and then says, All right, Nora, uh, Edith, if you don't mind, would you please um, inform my dear friend over here, Rory, of the uh, things that have happened in the past 24 hours? What is, what was the buddy's name that died? Scurvy. Scurvy. Scurvy, Scurvy winters. Summers. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely. Hey, Rory, Rory, are you my my buddy? Okay. Yes, I'm Rory. That's me. I'm here. Let let me get you a drink. And she like grabs one of her water pistols filled with liquor, and just kind of hands it to him. Uh, in the middle, hand it to him. I can squirt it in your mouth. I think that might be the best idea. Why don't you open your mouth? And as I'm squirting, I will tell you what's going on. I would love it if you squirted it in my mouth. That's a perfect lunch for me for you oh to squirt it in my mouth. Let me oh open my, my mouth now for you to squirt it in my mouth. Uh... All right, Rory. So I hate to tell you this and squirt, squirt, uh, squirt, squirt. Uh... Uh, I hate to tell you this, but your buddy and our buddy, uh, Scurvy, has passed away. <gasps> she is no longer with us on this earthly realm. Uh, she is gone. Oh, oh, all right, a little bit too much. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna slow down on the squirting. I'm gonna stop <laughs> squirting you. now. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So, I hope that this liquidation into your your mouth has given you a little bit of comfort in this this trying time. She is dead. That's okay. She's dead. I know that you met with her yesterday can you tell us all about our your meeting yesterday oh and i will here you why don't while you're telling us why don't i'm gonna give you this this other water pistol into your hand you squirt me in my mouth while you're telling me okay let's do that okay i can squirt you in your mouth i can do that while i'm talking here you go and he starts squirting into your mouth and he says, well, we were going to meet up yesterday for lunch. We were going to meet up, but I did, didn't happen because she didn't show up for our lunch. So I had lunch alone all by myself. I had lunch and then 
since she didn't show up, I went to her cottage in the woods. I went there on my own. I went to her cottage in the woods and I found I found a note on her door. I did. I found a note and it said that she was sick and couldn't make it to our lunch. So I figured she was just sick and couldn't make it to our lunch. I didn't know she was that sick that she was going to die. That's unfortunate. I would have gone inside and, and said hi to her. I would have. But yeah, we didn't have lunch yesterday. She wanted to have lunch, though. She called me for lunch, actually. That's unfortunate she died, though. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's enough. All right. So, uh, you didn't see her yet yesterday. I did not, no. I gotta wipe off this liquid going down my throat. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Did I not aim correctly? I get lost in my stories. Sometimes I do, and I miss. It was just a lot, buddy. Um, you don't have to just constantly. I just kept yeah, going. I'm I so mean, sorry. Pressing it every time. I just you thought every it. syllable you needed a press of the trigger. I did. I thought that I could. That is not correct. Okay, I'll stop. I'll, you can have it back now. I'm just. <laughs> Thank I'm so you. sorry. It's all right. Um, listen. Okay, so you didn't see her yesterday. Um, all right. I did not uh, see her yesterday, but we were supposed to have lunch together and talk about some things that she wanted to talk about. I, we were supposed to. Okay. Uh, what did y'all want to talk about? Uh, we, I need somebody up here to kind of understand this because I, I doubt I will understand it. And also I need to wipe my face off. <laughs> so can somebody else come up here and you tell them what y'all were supposed to talk about? Cherry, Cherry, you take it. You, you know, you have, you've been drinking virgins. You, you, can you, can you listen to this poor man while I go to the bathroom? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Cherry puts her hand down from where it was being raised up to, like, not volunteer. <laughs> She's a young girl in a strange country, and she thinks the last thing she should be doing is talking to a strange older man. But yeah, she's going to hop on the chair, and uh, she is going to start trying to take notes on a napkin. Okay, I'll talk to this little girl. That's fine. Hello, little Cherry is your name? I'm Rory. Nice to meet you. I'm not creepy or anything, so don't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, yikes. My grandma said to not talk to strangers, especially ones that say that you should not be afraid of them. <laughs> but I'm in a bar full of people, and I will scream uh, if anything happens. That's good. But That's what you should do is scream if something happens. I'll fight off anything that needs to be fought off for you. But let me tell you what we were going to talk about, Scurvy and I. We were going to talk about ciphers. See, I'm a, I'm a cipher expert here. I'm a cryptographer, you might say. And she had a code that she found, and she wanted help deciphering it. But she wouldn't tell me the code. She'd only describe the code. So I was going to give her a few ciphers to use to unscramble and decode it. Was... Okay, so it's not a picture. It's probably the thing that we found. Cryptographer. Okay. It's not like a puzzle picture, right? It's like a... It's like a... It's like a word puzzle or a number puzzle. Yeah, she said that she had a, a puzzle that has numbers and a puzzle that had letters so i brought her a few ciphers that could have been maybe used to help decode what she needed it was very curious she wouldn't tell me what she was doing but i i brought a few ciphers for her to be ready in case she could decipher them herself but i offered to help and decipher it for her but she didn't want she wants to decode it herself she does because that's important to her 
was important to her. Oh, that's a shame. I'm so sorry about your friend. Um, there's no one else in this bar. Like, that's part of the adults that Cherry is tagging along with, right? Like, Humphrey and Cleo aren't in here. Humphrey and Frankie, the sausage, are outside because Florals pushed him outside. Like, hey, stop being magical in front of a non-magical area with a magical sausage. Knock it off. But um, Florals and Spring is there. Okay. I th- yeah, I think Humphrey's out front, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. Cherry is going to start, like, waving her hand, like, you should come over here. Like, she's young, but she knows that puzzles like this are not something that she's good at. Like, this seems like adult shit. Um, Florals and Spring uh, click clacks with his heels on over to Cherry and says, Oi, uh, what we have going on here? Professor, Professor, uh, this man says he knew what that weird tube is that your friend had. And he can solve puzzles. Good puzzle solver. Oi, well, that's fantastic, isn't it? I do. I'm a good person with puzzles and codes. Is there something you need me decoded? Because I'm very good at that. I am... I mean, like, can I do a... Like, a check on him just to see, like, if he's suspicious or anything? Yeah, for sure. Um, Insight? Okay. Can I also roll something? Sure. Are you looking for the same thing, or...? I rolled a natural 20. Um, so you can tell he's... Here, here's what I'll tell you with an, an insight of 20. He has openly talked about Cherry in front of the public. So there is a bartender and the guy that you were sitting next to that's also heard about you talking about scurvy with him. I said Cherry, scurvy. So you can assume that he's not quite aware of the magical aspect of this. Since you rolled the 20, I'm going to tell you everything. Okay. He's not quite aware that Scurvy had magical presence to her. He was a friend that was helping her decode something. Okay. But his intention is pure. He's a fairly innocent, mild-mannered man that likes to repeat sentences. Yeah. Not annoying at all. Okay. And while we, while they were having this conversation, <laughs> can I do another, uh, can I see if, like, there seemed like anyone around us was kind of listening a little too hard to us yeah absolutely katie what was your role that you were trying to gauge just while john um, was doing that? i'm just this is just a middle-aged man talking to a small girl in a bar and yeah he was creepy unintentionally but i think that's exactly i think no matter what if you are a middle-aged man talking to a child it's not meant to be creepy maybe but it just but comes it just off is. that way like unless you're a teacher like that's why florals was staying close yeah Okay, yeah, no, she got a 19, so she also is like, this man is just, like, really into crosswords. Right. He plays checkers in a park with the pigeons. Wow. Oh, my God. He probably makes the pigeons really smart, too. Can I tell you checkers in the park is my retirement goal? That's what I want. Chess, not checkers. Chris, come play checkers in my gay commune. It'd be so much better if you played checkers in the park. My my, my retirement goal is tic-tac-toe in the park. I stand. Oh my god! I want to die playing hide and seek. Really? Oh my god! That's a that's a goal. <laughs> you didn't find me forever. <laughs> so yeah, does my does my do I do I notice anyone listening a little too hard? You can tell that the bartender and the person that is at the bar are absolutely disconcerned with your conversation. Okay. You hear a loud banging. If you look at the front of the store, you can see Humphrey's banging on the window. He's like, is it going well? 
and he's got his his gingerbread hand up in like a Caesar's thumb, like halfway going up and down. But you can't really tell because he doesn't have a thumb. Because he bit it off. <laughs> it's... I look at uh, Rory and I say, Will, it seems that um, if you could just accompany me over here, uh, we have a few things that we would like to discuss with your. And if you are comfortable with it, um, maybe you can help us. Oh, sure. It's my lunchtime. I haven't placed my order yet with Madge. Madge, you know what I want. I want a ham and, and Swiss and tuna on, on rye. That's what I want for lunch today. It's what I get every day for lunch. I love a ham and tuna and rye and Swiss sandwich. Where do you want to sit? Oh, that's sit? absolutely. Um, that's great. I love ham and Swiss and tuna as well. I'm sorry, tuna as well. Tuna. What we can do is we can go find a quiet little area in this restaurant and we can discuss things further. Okay. I motion for I motion for Humphrey to come inside and follow us to the table. Uh, Humphrey comes what? in. Okay, people are looking at Humphrey because he's half gingerbread man. Um, I loudly say, Oh my gosh, I love your cosplay, Humphrey. Uh, th- thanks, I'm uh I'm practicing a role for a spot in the the sausage and the cookie is the upcoming okay of feature film. That is beyond fantastic. Does anybody want an autograph? Oh my god, I want an autograph. Says Terry, like very enthusiastically. She's not a good actor. Oh, that's good. Sign my napkin, please. Okay, Humphrey picks up a pen and goes to. He picks it up in his human hand, mm-hmm. and then stabs it through the gingerbread hand <laughs> and signs oh it roughly with the gingerbread hand. Okay, um, Cherry's going to roll a performance check because she needs to look not frightened by this. Right, I need Cherry to do a performance check, I need Humphrey to do a performance check, and I need Florals to do a deception check. Um, I got a fucking five? Oh, I got a wasted nat 20. Oh, 18 God. plus 8 is 26. Deception. At least between Florals and Humphrey's role, you guys convince the crowd that this is a cosplay and an extremely good performance. So you're successfully in public in this bar, Big Papa's Tacos. But Cherry, no one believes he's famous. I guess that's fair. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. It'd be like one of us at dinner being like, oh, Jonathan, come sign this for me. I love you so much. Saramayich. <laughs> so I have Humphrey... Uh, and Rory and Cherry and the sausage, we're all going to sit in a booth and we're okay. going to discuss some things. Primarily, I want to know. Um, so I op- I take, I say, um, I look at Humphrey and I say, um, Humphrey, if it's possible, can I see the box that has um, our dear friend in it? Uh, is, is this a trick? You told me not to open up the box with the, our, our friend in it. Our nor uh, Umfrey. Yeah. You've already opened it anyway, so I think that we can just progress ourselves a little further if we go ahead and let Rory know that uh, there are many things in this world that are not um, of this world, and we can do a better job of finding out Scurvy's death. Humphrey opens the box. Hey, what's going on? Can someone pull me out of this box? I can't only look upwards. I can see a nice ceiling here. That's all I got. What do you got? What do you open the box? Thanks for the bread and the water, too. I stick my hand in the box, and I'm, like, motioning for 
the sausage to walk up my arm. Can it move, or is it just like a sausage? What do you, what do you want me to do here? I ain't got no legs or arms. What do you think this is? The concession stand at a movie drive-in? I can't get you to the lobby. Pick me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I uh, gently, like, pick up this sentient sausage. Careful. And <laughs> I um, put him... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I fold up a napkin, and I put him on the napkin. Hey, I got a little boat for my body now. Uh, we could put him in my, I got a new hole in my hand if we need a place to put him. Hey, don't put me in your hole. I don't want to be in your hole. That's a violation. Or nor. I'm afraid, but I very much enjoy that you are trying to be so helpful. But for right now, I think that the towel is more than adequate for our dear friend, Sintian Sausage. And then I look at uh, Rory and I say, Rory... In case you didn't know, Scurvy used to dabble, in, uh, uh, before her teeth, she dabbled in the magics, and magic is real, and we need your help fitting, figuring out how to get to the other side, and I think that with your help, we can, um, right the wrongs of this world. I am very confused as to why there's a sausage that can talk in front of me. I did not know sausages could talk. This is very confusing for me. Are you really a gingerbread person? Am I, am I in trouble? Am I in danger? Uh, no. I can't run fast, but I will run. Uh, uh, hi. Hi, y'all. Sorry, I just, just getting back. Hey, uh, notice that y'all convened into one area. Oh, hey, bubby. Uh, what's, what's going on, y'all? Oh, Rory, you're here. Uh, thank you. You I know, am. I just got my face cleaned off, uh, from, you know, a little mishap earlier. <laughs> oh, um, yes, I'm sorry about that. Yes, that's, are you also in this group with the crazy, with the, the sausage? You know, uh, you say crazy, but you know what? My, that's my brother, and he is doing an act. Mm. Uh, you know, he's, he's doing, he's really in character right now. Okay. Um, and it, it would be a shame if he broke it. So please don't force it, and please don't pr- please pretend like everything is normal, so that way he can kind of stay in character. Because, you know, he's really the breadwinner of the family, and if he can't perform at his, uh, you know, top peak, I'm I'm the gingerbread winner. Yeah, he, he, oh, <laughs> the gingerbread winner. Uh, that's pretty clever. Uh, then you know we we will be eaten. You know, biscuits and stones instead of the gravy, and we could really use the gravy right now, if you if you know what I mean. Roll me persuasion real quick, and do it with advantage because of all the good pun work that you two did. Uh, Eighteen for persuasion. I think it's enough to at least calm him down for a second, um, and let him have also... lunch with you guys. Plus, his ham and tuna and Swiss has arrived, so he's occupied eating. Actually, we're going to let Rory enjoy his ham and Swiss and tuna sandwich for a little bit, and we're going to take a little trip over to the Gay Agenda. Cue new music! Welcome to the Gay Agenda, the part in our show where we thank our patrons and thank our sponsors. First up, of course, is thanking our newest patrons. So thank you, Romello, and thank you, Shauk, for your patronage. We hope you enjoy everything on our Patreon and all the fun stuff we have there. 
If you want to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. But if you're not ready to join our Patreon yet, you should join us on Discord or any of our social media. We chat quite a bit on Discord. Uh, all the cast is there as well as a bunch of listeners, so it's a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of channels. Sometimes we do game nights. Yeah, it's a blast. This week on The Gay Agenda, we have an incredible podcast that we'd like to recommend to you. If you're not already listening, you absolutely should. And as you'll hear from the ad that we're about to play, you may hear a familiar voice on that podcast. After the mysterious death of his father, Vartan returns home to uncover the truth with the help of his newfound friends, Baya and Ovik. But his hometown of Eternal may have something even more sinister in store for them. Join us for their journey into the untold at etherealembracepodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts by searching for Ethereal Embrace. Thanks, Tisha. Now, Tisha, what did you get on your perception roll? Oh, sorry, also, you said advantage. Well, I rolled a 13 a, a second time, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Well, same. Katie, start talking again so we can talk over you. That's not, it's okay. Go ahead, um, Katie. You sound so nice. <laughs> it's okay. I can just keep interrupting with my nice new voice. Uh, uh, Chris, um, when uh, Floral said magic exists, it's like, it's like real. Magic is real in Cherry's home world, right? Like... Yeah, exactly. So, Cherry, you know magic to exist, and it's not abnormal for it to, which is why that you're so, like, open to transforming whenever you have, because you're not used to that being a weird thing. So, Cherry hearing florals say magic is real, it exists, as in a, it's not something to be scared of, like, it means that she's not home. I think that's settling in for the first time. Like, not home dimension home. Mm-hmm. Well, what, 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 what can I, what, what can I do to, to help? Did Scurvy, was, was she? We would like to believe that her, the cause of her death was not of natural causes, but mo- mostly probably forced. Um, we were just in her home, and it was ravaged, and we need. So she wasn't sick. Or nor I definitely do not think that she was sick. I think that she was <laughs> murdered. Actually. We uh, examined her body, and upon examination, we discovered that our different scurvy was dead for approximately two days. No, that doesn't make any sense. I had a note from her yesterday. I saw a note on her door I did. Absolutely. So we are confused because um, that means that there may have been someone else in this group of yours that may have been the murderer. It could have been her, her ghost could have written it. Didn't want to be rude. I have the note on me, I do. I have all the notes and everything we were supposed to talk about. I was going to give her a few ciphers that she could use to decode her message, I was. And I was I kept it with her note that she gave me so that I could see her. Oh, no. I don't understand any of the cipher stuff, but why don't you, like, hand over the note to us and we can compare it against her handwriting? You know, I will give you that, yes. I'll give you everything I have. You know, something that she did, it was the first cipher I ever taught her. It was called a biblio cipher I did. I taught her a biblio cipher, and what it is is the biblio cipher you have to look for numbers in a code and then in the numbers in the code you go to pages in a book and then in the book there's circled letters and then you put the letters together and you make words out of them that's what that's the code that she uses for all of her special codes that she does it's her favorite code 
But here, let me give you a few other ciphers that I was going to give her for her special note. I'm going to give you everything you, everything I was going to give her, I will. I'll give you all the things I was going to give her, So I will. Okay, it's getting a little bit too above my head with these numbers, ciphers, circles kind of thing. But I know that we did have something that we wanted to open of, of scurvies okay. to try to help us. And I'm assuming that has to do with this Bieber cipher that you were just talking about. If anything um, she has that needs to be decoded, she's using a Biblio cipher for sure, because that's what I gave her to use. I taught her a Biblio cipher, use books. You got to look at the books and then the circle mm, letters. I don't like when you talk. Look at look at books with circled letters in association with numbers. That's what she does okay. for her codes. She does the, use the bibliophile. Let me give you what okay. I was going to give her to decode in case you find any other messages that can help you with her with her death, that the, the death that was bad. That's such a shame. She was such a nice person. So much vigor and profanity she had. Ugh. I feel like, I feel like he, you are not... Uh, upset enough at the death of your friend you know you're just speaking the same way that you would always speak you're not aghast at the death of your dear friend in the fact that you were hoodwinked into thinking she was sick when she was actually lying dead in her house when you stopped by oh that makes so, me feel shameful that does maybe i should have known that she shameful. had a she wasn't sick and i didn't know she wasn't sick i didn't know if she was oh that's shameful i don't want to feel bad about that but i feel bad about that i do i feel bad that she's dead you now should and I feel bad prevent. any normal person would feel bad about that could i so. have prevented it you saw the body could i have prevented it if i went inside well, she yesterday was, she I was have? dead a full she was dead a full day before you went inside so no but you could have alerted the authorities okay Ladybug, and maybe we could have found out you're, who you're did getting this a little accusatory here uh grief is not universally experienced the same ways we can't really judge this person on their emotional range i'll mourn when i'm done with my ham and swiss and tuna sandwich i'll mourn you know what that, that's fair my brother as humphrey that's says that uh florals and springs like eyes like glitter and he's like oh my god that was so sweet and then he looks over at the ciphers and can i see if those ciphers are anything fairy like yeah so i'm gonna actually send you guys a couple of ciphers and these are ciphers that you need to remember and that's all i'm gonna say about it oh my god uh, let me take pic bitch uh, i'm uh, taking uh, pictures uh, setting up shit for the rest of the season <laughs> are these the going in the in, in the end game notes We'll pin them. Uh, yes, I will put them in in-game notes. That's actually a great idea. Sorry, I realize I'm away from my microphone. Yes, I will put them in in-game notes. That's a great idea. So the first code that I'm giving you guys is called a binary code, and it translates binary into letters. All right, so that's the first code I'm giving you. Ugh, gross. Okay. Did you post the actual code itself? No, you have not found a code yet. I'm giving you ciphers only. Okay. Okay. All right. So you are given three codes. You're given the rot 13 code, which moves the letter 13 places. You are given the binary code, which turns the letters into five-digit binary numbers and also five-digit codes using A and B. And you have the bisexual cipher, which is a cipher made for us uh, using numbers in columns and rows to create letters, which would make words. I love it. 
You, yes. you say for us, but for you, for you, I'm, 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 I'm telling you. Here's how you're going to solve my puzzles this season. This season. All right. Well, you know what? Listen, I will hold on to these. I cannot interpret them. I am wise enough to know that these need to be protected. I am not intelligent enough to be able to use them. So, me in my uh, ability to stay alive, which I am proud of myself on. Mm -hmm. uh, I have stayed alive longer than anyone else here. I am the champion at living. Uh, so, I will <laughs> carry these with me because I'm the best. Is that what your mug says? My mug now says, Realm's best. Stay alive -er. Yes. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have no idea how to use them. Florals in spring is done pining over the very thoughtful um, thing that Humphrey says. And then, like, slams his hand on the table and says, Arnor, I just remembered that there is a cord in the room uh, where Scubby died. And in that room, there is a uh, cord that maybe we can use one of these ciphers for to discover what's inside the box or the treasure chest. I mean, with these letters and numbers, we're just trying to put in a code, but we don't know what the code is for, right? So if we maybe had a word or something that she would use, and then we use these little pieces of paper to figure them out somehow... Right? Correct. Isn't that how it works? What if it's... Uh, do we remember how many notches were on that, that binary code? Five. Five. S-C-U-R-V. God damn, I thought it was going to be scurvy. Okay. Uh, yes, you are correct. Um, Rory, have you ever been inside of Scurvy's uh, room? Oh, I've been in her kitchen once I had. We had tea once then there, and she made the tea from the leaves and the herbs in her own garden. She did. She made the tea. And it was really good tea. It was really tasty and floral-scented. It smelled really good. But I've been in her house once before. We sat at the kitchen table. We did. All right. That's uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, did you happen to see any peculiar boxes in this um home of scurvy that had a five digit um code on it no i didn't see nothing that had a code on it most of the kitchen had a lot of potions and vials and things in it and then we sat at the table when we were drinking our tea we did and then she had a bookshelf that had a lot of books on it and that's what got us talking about that biblio cipher that we had she the biblio cipher is what i taught her because of the books that she had we did so that i remember in her house but i don't remember any code that she had in her house we just all right thank you very much I would uh, look at the rest of the group and I would say, I think that we're onto something here, friends. Maybe we could bring our sentient sausage and Rory back to the harem of Scurvy. And maybe they can help us decipher the things that are going on inside the harem. Yeah, I, I think if Rory here is busy and we don't have to listen to him talk anymore, then we that's just mm. fine. As Humphrey says that, I, like, put my hand over his mouth. And I say, um, Humphrey, we are not going to speak ill of our uh, most honored guest. While they are <laughs> and then I remove my hand and I, I remove my hand and I say, well, thank you so sorry much, Rory, for these uh, amazing ciphers. 
we are going to begin to use these and find out what happened to our dear friend Scubby. Oh, I hope you do. I hope you find the, what happened to her. That's a shame that she was sick and then she got sick. Humphrey stands and then up and died. just leaves the table. I can't. With her. Okay, it's good to meet you. Thanks for being here, Bub. I know. I'm going to have another bite of my ham and, and my ham and Swiss and tuna. I'm going to have another bite of. You're all still here. I'm going to oh, keep God. talking until you please. leave because I just, I just Everyone, can't help please. But be here in this moment right now with friends that I don't normally get to talk to. I'm going to have another um, bite of my ham. Oh, my God. Can we go? You guys are. You're, yeah, I already right, let's all get out of here. Okay, let you enjoy your sandwich. As we are leaving, I would like to do one more insight check to see if there's anyone just listening to us. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Like anyone just paying extra attention to us. So the first one is a 12, and the second one is a 12. How did I roll two fucking 12s? Okay, <laughs> cool. I have advantage on insight check. You may or may not have noticed a person paying attention or maybe they weren't and were in their own head zoning out you're not sure i think i like a 12 being a maybe state oh okay um so um i look at the rest of the group and i say hello friends from this point forward maybe we should be a little more clandestine about where we uh divulge our information to her just to make sure that if the people who killed Scurvy are within our vicinity, that we do not invite them into our lives to then kill us as well. Oh, I, I promise you that if anybody was listening to that, their conversation, they stopped as soon as Rory opened his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably remember where he is in case we need help with this again. I look at Edith and I say, Edith, if you do not mind, can you go back inside and get contact information from our dear friend Rory? I feel that he will be pivotal for us in the future. can't believe you're going back. Alright, I, I, can, I can do that. That's for sure. That sausage you got, can we take a little piece off of it? Maybe I can offer it as a, uh, you know... Hey, what are you talking about taking a piece off of me? You're not going to take a piece off of me while I take a piece off of you. How's that? You don't know who I know. You don't know who okay, I am. Okay, okay, All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll just go. You should take threatening talking objects seriously. This is a big problem back where I come from. Uh, I don't oh. think you have... Yeah, you should listen to your friend. We know people. Uh, oh, okay. The Zazich family uh, is not Lord, someone you want to fuck I, with. I, I... Okay. All right. My bad. My bad. My bad, y'all. Um, this sausage pissed off someone that should not have been messed with. Uh, okay. All right. I'll just go. I'm just going to go. I take the sentient sausage and I say, you're hey. going to be uh, very helpful for us in the future. So I wrap him in my afro in like a nice little bow. Hey, I'm a hairpiece. Yeah. He's going to be like a little brooch. Didn't you do this with an elf in a Patreon episode? <laughs> yes! Yes! What is with you and binding things in your hair? I just want them to feel closer yes. to me. <laughs> <laughs> my hair is my leash. Growing I up, say, I wasn't close to my father, so now I seek that closeness elsewhere. With objects and mystical creatures. I tell, um, I tell Edith, I say, Edith, we will meet you back over at Scurvy's. Um, and where we will divulge more information and hopefully uh, figure out how to open that box. 
we'll make this uh, meet up with Rory quick. So Edith, you run inside and Rory gives you his Snapchat, <laughs> which is so Rory's gay uh, ham cheese tuna. <laughs> yeah, hang on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta secure ham cheese tuna real quick on Snapchat. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, it's ours. So. You're going to have to eat a lot of ham and cheese and tuna sandwiches. Yeah. Gross. Post- anyway, so now I'm Rory. Yeah, I committed to something, didn't I? Yeah. Ham, cheese, and Rory gives you his Snapchat. And Edith, you can move on with your friends all the way to Scurvy's Cottage, which is still no smoke coming from it, nothing new about it. But you know that there was a note, and you have a note that was given to you by Rory that was supposedly written by Scurvy. And you have ciphers that she's used including the Biblio cipher and the three that I sent you via Discord. Okay, Cherry's going to start looking through books, just one by one, scanning through them. I don't know if she can read, honestly. Beautiful. Um, can you give me an investigation check on the book looking at Anyone else that's looking at books at Scurvy's house, please give me an investigation. All right, I have advantage on investigation check. Cherry got a 16. Okay, that's nine, and then we'll look at this. Oh, God, okay. I rolled a nine. Man, that advantage has really not been helping you out. It's not helped me in the slightest, girl. I'm not investigating for books, but I will grab another potion. Of course you will. Hey, Brandon, please roll me a d20. Uh, I got a 13, but don't tell me what it does. I just want to take a drink of it immediately. That is great, Brandon. Thank you. I have to plug in a hard drive to find out what it is. Hang on. (laughs) You're welcome. All right, so you have, um, those who have investigated books have found a few letters, right? Okay. In books, you found some letters that were circled in red, and those letters are D-I-A. Katie, you said you were ready. D-I-A. She did. B No, D is in dog. Oh. Yeah, dog, indigo, alpha. B is in boobs. <laughs> Boobs, F is in front butt, N is in nipple, M is in man's nipple, okay. R is in red nipple, oh my God. and E is in exposed nipple. I hate this podcast so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what we just described uh, uh, is a crime. Uh, <laughs> not in New York. And in blue letters, you found other blue letters. There were there were letters that were circled in blue. And the blue letters are L as in long nipple, okay. A as in all nipples, mm-hmm. another A as in long nipples, What? R as in red nipples. Wait, A and or L? You said A as in another long nipple. Yeah. Yeah, another A. Oh, okay. I got you. Oh, so L-A-A-R. Correct. And then R as in red nipple. Okay. And then N as in nipple. Okay. And then F as in floral nipple. Yes. Female presenting. And then Y as in your nipple, because we're inclusive. Yes. And then D as in droopy nipple. Mm-hmm. And then I as in indigo, because not everything has to be about nipples. Yeah, Tisha. I was going to say inverted nipple. <laughs> inverted <laughs> nipple. Your codes are correct. Perfect. I would suggest... Look through the papers on the desk just like one more time because now you're looking for something more specific. Yeah. Uh, Edith will look through the papers on, on the table as and well. And so will uh, Florals. 
Sure. So there was the yeah, there was a lot of a uh, uh, papers on the desk, and so while you're rummaging through it, you found uh, written in red ink, "If something happens to me, twelve forty nine twenty seven one ten sixty four four eighty eight sixty one eighty seven. Uh, I stopped after. And I read those really fast because. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. The numbers that you read correlate to the numbers that were found in red circled ink when Cherry was look Cherry and Florals were looking through the books. So you can assume that to finish the sentence, if something happens to me, you would follow the red circled letters to figure out what to do next. Which those letters, for a reminder, D I A B F N M R E. Have we, uh, have we went to the chest and tried tapping in Diab for mirror? <laughs> well, but we need only five letters. That's the problem. Maybe just Diab. <laughs> <laughs> you, you try Diab and it doesn't work. Hmm. It would have to be the bisexual cipher, wouldn't it? Would it? Two numbers turn into... Oh, I think it's a mixture between two ciphers. Roll, um, roll history for me to see if any of you remember what I just talked about 25 minutes ago. <laughs> I got a fucking 11. I, Chris, a I, I was paying attention. Katie was paying attention. So something with the Biblio cipher that Rory said was she would scramble a word or phrase before putting it into a Biblio cipher. So you can assume that you have all the letters that you need. You just have to figure out what those letters say. Okay, okay. I misunderstood what the Biblio cipher was. Again, the phrase is, if something happens to me, and then those nine letters. All right, bird name, F. <laughs> bird name. <laughs> Well, we solved that, it. That's what I see. Realm's bird name best F. word decipher. What, realm's best bird Scrabble name player bird name F. That's what I see what, from Daya. I'm a count as one word or two words. Those, that's two words. Uh, so this this phrase is only two words. And again, the phrase preceding it is if something happens to me, comma, two words. Bird name F. Bird name F. If something happens to me, Connor. I'm so sorry, Chris. My character's not very intelligent. There is a, there's a reason that I introduced this at the like hour mark, because I knew it would take about a half hour for us to figure this out. Okay, I'm glad you did. Um, if something happens to me... And Diabs it's number. And it's a mixture of all of this, right? Find... Yeah, those nine letters do make two words Find. that will make sense in this sentence. Find. Oh. Find something. Find ab murder. Find. Bear? Bearm. Namer? Find oh, okay. Bearm. Who's Bearm? Does anybody know Bearm? Colder. You're colder. Colder. <laughs> Find. Find. Mabe, find Brom, find Brom, find the mayor, find 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 mares, find the bear. No, okay. It's not find Amber. Who's Amber? Who is it, Amber? So when you say Amber Florals, you recognize Amber to be the tattoo artist in town. 
Oh. I type Amber into the box on the floor. Very clever. It does not open. Goddamn. I still think it's okay. bird named. No, it's Amber. <laughs> okay, well, we could split this into two investigations. One of us looks for bird names. I look over at Edith and I say, um, Edith, it seems that Amber was the correct cipher. And I know exactly who that is. She's a tattoo artist in town. Okay, do they have a bird? Nor, uh, <laughs> n- oh, nor. I seem to understand that you are possibly fixated on birds, but unfortunately for you, this is not about birds. This is about Amber themselves. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure because I'm reading these these letters and it looks like it's a bird name that begins with the letter F. Nor, uh, <laughs> it's not a bird name. It's Amber, the tattoo artist. Oh, okay. And she can she tattoo birds? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not seeing. I feel like this is a red heron or should I see a, a red bird? I look at the rest Ooh, of the group and I say, um, <laughs> friends, should, should we take a little siesta before we go on over or should we go over right now? If, uh, right, if we're looking at both of these scrambles, I do believe the other one says find Larry. Let's just go find this Amber tattoo artist and we'll just follow them because I don't understand these letters all mixed up. Don't we need to find like a blue something like a blue letter? No, we don't. We we found all the letters. The last one was F. <laughs> okay, this is no like this is legit Katie asking. We found oh. letters circled um, in red, and then we found yeah. The blue one says "Find Larry." You found two sets of nine letter nine letters. One that reads "Find Amber," and the other one is L A A R N F Y D I. Yeah. Or as Humphrey has decided, find Larry. With two A's, the way that everyone spells Larry. Find Larry. Yeah, or Larry. You do have two ciphers, but finding Amber might be a good idea to do, and Florals knows where that's at. Uh, Now that you've deciphered the code and realized that you should find Amber, the tattoo artist in town, that's where we're going to end the episode. So find out next week what happens when they find Amber and will they find anything else about these codes? And do they need to find Larry with two A's? Maybe. Or the bird. Or a bird. Maybe it's a bird name F. Who knows? Bird name F. That's next up next week on Roll Gay Roleplay. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me on TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, my name is Katie. Um, I kind of jumped the gun and ate a cookie. Uh, and I'm not on social media right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Carlton Spring, and you can find me on TikTok at Groundbreaking33. And you can find me on Twitter at Groundbreaking33 as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye. RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.